Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Our C suite guest today is a Singaporean who embarked on a remarkable journey plying his trade overseas before circling back to his roots with a wealth of invaluable experiences. That's right. Born and raised in Singapore, his journey led him to North Asia, particularly China and Hong Kong during the pivotal era of the 90s. Now, as he witnessed China's economic transformation, he became a key player in pioneering innovations, launching groundbreaking initiatives such as the first smart card in China and spearheading cross-border QR payments networks in multiple markets. Yep, so with a wealth of experiences from positions at Microsoft, Visa, Mastercard and various tech setups, he brings over 20 years of expertise and a proven track record in launching new products and driving growth in new markets. Most notably, he strongly believes that a startup mentality is the key to success anywhere one works. So let's welcome Raymond Ng. He is the CEO of Revolut, a digital banking platform. Good morning, Raymond. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. Well, let's start things first with this big idea, the startup mentality. Help us understand what that means to you and why is it key to succeeding anywhere one works? It's a mindset. It can be in a big enterprise, it can be in a startup. To be successful in a startup with the kind of mentality, you need to be innovative. You need to think differently. You always need to ask yourself what is out there that you can innovate. Why yes, why not? How can we do better in the industry that you are in? Find the gap, the good sweet spot in the industry and solve the problem. Last point about startup mentality, you need to stay hungry, you need to stay curious. Because this is what I'm doing now, you know, throughout my career, I'm always in different company, helping company to start something new in the market, new product, new market, new initiative to solve a problem. All right. You were very hungry and curious when you started your career back in China during the 90s. What are some of the lessons you learned from witnessing China's transition and how have those lessons influenced your career choices? I was very fortunate to be able to work in China uh, during the 90s when they first opened up. I remember one day my manager came to me. He said, I need you to be in China for a project, working with uh, People's Bank of China, the central bank, and a consortium of companies to help them to launch the first smart card in China. I told him, wow, I love it. When? And he said, next week. And the week after, I landed in China. During that time, if you're familiar with Putong, it was still a farmland. And now if you look at Putong now, uh, it's full of skyscrapers. I learned so much in China about the people, about the culture. At that time, they were so hungry. They are so curious and they always want to excel. When I look at them, you know, it's so different. I was not that hungry. And I told myself that to be successful, I need to be like them. With it, I start to become humble, more entrepreneur and learn about the value of business relationship. I can see that one day China is going to be like the US. They will have many big companies branching out globally. And when it happens, I want to be ready. Singapore is a hub of APEC. If you look at my career, I'm always in Singapore helping companies to expand in Singapore, go to the region. And as I look at my career, every company that hire me always end up you know, sending me back to China because that is always the big market that I don't want to go to. Yeah, so you've got a lot of experience when it comes to China. In fact, you launched the first smart card in China. 
So bring us back to those days and of course help us to understand how that works, uh, SmartCard in China, for those in Singapore who might not be familiar with the SmartCard concept and also the parallels when it comes to Singapore. What lessons can you maybe share on that journey starting up that first SmartCard and how that is something that has helped you to today? In the early days, right, smart card is not so popular. Um, we are using a lot of card with Maxstrap. And Singapore started have our own standard, you know, where we use it in the train station. And China want to have their own standard. And that's where I was given the opportunity to go and help them to set the standard. I have many, many opportunities to do great things. For example, the one in China where I work on the smart card project, it was so wow that, you know, I want to do more. I become hungrier that I want to do more. I have a few first in my pocket, like another one that, just to throw it out, um, you know, when you shop online, when you need to enter your password, I was very fortunate to be able to work on it during the early 20s, set the standard and launch in Asia. I love the feeling of creating history. If you are the first to create it, no one can take away from you. This makes me wake up every morning and wanting to go to work. It could be launching new product, you know, going to a new country, achieving a new, a big milestone like your revenue, your profit, your user base. I have a very strong team in Singapore, in Revolut. We have been making history quarter by quarter and it's a very satisfying experience for me and for my team. And, you know, this actually energized them, you know, creating history and, you know, making things happen. All right. Now, Revolut is known for its somewhat disruptive approach in the fintech space. What are some of the challenges you've faced since assuming the role of CEO and the milestones you've achieved for Revolut in Singapore? Revolut is a very young company. We are only eight years, but with 35 million of users, we are a bank in Europe. We are not that small, but we work like a startup. There's so much to be done. It's so exciting to join this company. We aspire to be a global fintech, grow big in Singapore and in APEC. We want to help our users to manage all their money in the app, give them the best user experience and best value for their money. The startup mentality works very well for me here. We have many problems to solve. I just love solving problems. The products and services we have in Singapore is only half of what we have in UK and Europe. I want to bring all this product into Singapore and into Asia. The culture and people attract me too. We always think very big. We never settle. We get things done. And all this drew me to the company. Mm. Yeah, you've got a lot of experience you've picked up over the years from various companies and the startup mentality is quite important in succeeding. So I would love to get your insight knowledge of how to have that startup mentality. What's our policies do you need in your company to encourage such a mentality? Do you need people to speak up at meetings? Do you need to set specific KPIs for them to be more curious? How do you encourage curious people? We have to give them a very safe environment for them to do things so that they are willing to do things different, think deeply and get things done. So setting the right environment for them is most important um, so that everyone can excel together and everyone loves to excel together as a team. All right, we're in conversation with Raymond Hung. He's the CEO of digital banking platform Revolut. Raymond, how would you assess the progress of fintech comparing your years in China, I guess, to the rest of the region based on your observations? China is a big market. They were closed in the pre-90s. When they open up, it's like a white sheet of paper. They could create products and services that are very unique to themselves and not worry about legacy system. They could leapfrog easily with the latest technology and trend. 
there are so many examples of super app, riding app, mobile companies. They will branch out ultimately one day to your territory. Fintech must be ready for them. The Chinese company could use only like 80-90% of their playbook. 10-20% they will need to localize. And this is the space that local fintech can compete with them because you know the market better than them. And then while your competitor, although they are big, they need to localize. We at Revolut, we understand these challenges and we localize in every market to be relevant and useful to our users and to be locally competitive too. Yeah, I think if you've been to China, you can get your breath taken away with how some of the fintech developments are already in some fronts way ahead of Singapore. And look at how you manage your time, Raymond. You also take a lot of commitment very seriously to your personal time off, including month-long breaks. And this includes just going away for an entire month and reflecting on things that are important to you, how to become a better person, how to make better decisions for the company. Why one month? How do you fit that into your schedule? Um, one month is typically what I believe is is a good break. You know, typically we, we have about 20 to 25 days of leave. In FinTech, with limited resources. We are like fighting fire every day. Short break doesn't work for me. You're always rushing here and there and end up you are so tired and not able to rest. We need to find time to disconnect from work. We need to find time to connect with family and friends, mm-hmm. connect with yourself. Many of my big decisions are made during my long vacation. Uh, for example, should I come back from China? You know, I, I live in China. China is so exciting, but you know, should I come back? Should I come back from Hong Kong? You know, Hong Kong is so exciting um, in the 90s. And should I come back? And I did. Should I start a startup myself? And end up, I said, no, why not join a startup and take a big cut? It's very exciting because many of times I'm in big enterprise and joining a real startup to see the real thing is very different. Another uh, decision that I make is during one of the big wars, should I go to U.S.? You know, go to Silicon Valley, where my strength actually is in APEC. And after thinking for a long time, and I said, nope, let's not go to US, stay in APEC, where my strength is to contribute in, in this region. I noticed a lot of my European counterparts, they are better at work-life balance compared to the Americans and Asian. I believe I'm very much influenced by them. I believe in work hard and play hard. All this tie in very nicely with the culture in Revolut. All right. Another interesting fact about you, Raymond, is you are a wine connoisseur, if I can call you that. Your wine collection has grown to over 700 bottles. I guess my question to you is what sparked your interest in wine and how does the passion intersect with your professional life and leadership style? Um, It started in May 2002, 21 years ago in Copenhagen. I bought a bottle of wine thinking of like celebrating it with my wife during her birthday in that month. We were supposed to drink in a very nice restaurant, but in the end, she wanted to bring it back. With it, I have no choice but to buy a fridge. With the fridge, I bought more wines and the rest are history. But I, I didn't plan that way. But having said that, why I get interested in wine is because I, I was in a French company. I want to understand more about the culture, my colleague, their habit. And they're very into wine and coffee in, in France. Unfortunately, while I get to know them, know their culture better, I got hooked into wine and coffee myself. Somehow it works for me in my professional life. Wine is such a common topic. After a glass or two, the lunch or dinner becomes more interesting and we always end up with a coffee. I always encourage my young colleagues to be hungry for knowledge and be curious too. When a business partner knows that you care about their culture and their habits, they feel more comfortable to do business with you too. 
Okay, and I think this is timely to talk about what's in store for the future of Revolut and for yourself as well. When you look into the next few years, what's going to be the road hit for Revolut? And of course, considering the backdrop of intensifying competition, all the technologies coming on board, the evolving landscape of the payments industry, how are things shaping up? Revolut is big in UK and Europe. We want to make it the same here in Singapore in APEC. We're always looking for ways to improve our user experience and bring the best value to our customer. The competition will continue. We can't stop others from running very fast. The only way we can do is we run faster. We have started the journey of making Revolut a daily usage product. We will double down the effort. You're right, the payment industry is evolving all the time. We are keeping close to the ground to ensure we are evolving together and relevant to our customer. All right, Raymond, it's been a pleasure having you in the studio this morning to share your insights. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. We've been in conversation with Raymond Ung, who's the CEO of Revolut, the digital banking platform. He, of course, had a very storied career that kicked off in China. He has pioneered innovation, steered a disruptive path. And of course, he has very interesting hobbies like taking a month off as well. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.